The skyline of Baltimore hunched low on the horizon, appearing from out of the ocean in a silhouette of gleaming towers above a blanket of gray morning haze. Barrow Zasgari stood by the freighter's starboard rail and stared towards the city. He had been watching since dawn, waiting for this moment. Waiting for his first sight of the accursed place. He had sensed the land, felt its vast, restless presence in the darkness, tasted the scent of its corruption and greed on the breeze, like a fetid, cloying tang in the back of his throat. I see you, great Satan, he muttered softly, his voice edged with the intensity of his hatred. And there will be no escape from the wrath I bring. He glanced at his wristwatch and headed to his cabin. The freighter was scheduled to dock at noon, but he knew not to trust local authorities to maintain the schedule. No. He must wait until the last possible moment. His trainers had been clear on this matter. He had to be certain the ship was well within the harbor before he could take the final step. His sleeping quarters was a narrow, cramped space the size of a prison cell, with bunk beds fixed to one wall and a small chest of drawers in a corner. Asgari dropped onto the bottom bunk and stared at the walls. Beyond the open door, he could hear the sounds of the ship slowly coming alive, crewmen shuffling along the narrow corridors in heavy boots and hard hats and bright-colored safety vests. He closed his eyes and drew a deep, steadying breath. The sounds around him faded. The tension seeped from his body as though he were meditating, until his mind and imagination filled with flashing memories of the makeshift camp back in the hot wastelands west of Kashan. He remembered the Russian who had come, driven through the desert in a motorcade escorted by six trucks of elite Quds force operatives. And he remembered the experiments the scientist had conducted on captured Iraqi soldiers, and the terrible madness that had infected them before their extermination. He remembered watching the bloody horror on the prisoners' faces as they died, and then reawakened into something hideous and vicious and inhuman. And how the Quds troopers had used fire and then acid and finally a hail of bullets to the head before the ghouls had finally dropped dead in their iron cages and lay still. Asgari smiled. Then his thoughts drifted to the defining moment of his life. The moment he had been driven through the cool night to a desert place south and east of Tehran where he had met the supreme Iranian leader, and been shown one of the vast underground bunkers that would be the new birthplace from which Islam would rise up victorious after the apocalypse.